uh, we wanted to jump into the discussion around how to build internal relationships. Um, I hope that every everybody in the group uh, learned something new um, and some challenges. Um, I actually wanted to kick it over to uh, one of my group mates, Andrew, to kick us off here to provide just a quick summary of what we talked about because I think this is uh, you know important whether you're you're brand new to uh, onboarding a new CSM or potentially a leader around just uh, thinking about that. So Andrew, I'll get, if you want to give maybe a quick recap of yeah. our session and then we can open it up to the group. Yeah, no. Hi, everyone. Um, we, yeah, we definitely covered um, a, cu- a couple topics. Um, the one thing we kind of touched was a little bit of like sales relationships um, and just kind of how to better set some of those things up with maybe playbooks. But the primary discussion we really got into was um, setting up and then building those internal relationships about around onboarding new employees, especially for the customer success team. And um, two, both myself and um, one other um, individual in our group, uh, Nikita, they um, are both getting like two, we're both getting two new employees. And so um, we kind of covered like having the importance of a team lead, depending on how big your team is. And it really can be important that if your manager is spread a little bit thin or somebody needs to be ramped up, uh, especially if you have a, a lot of information that the new individual needs to cover, that can be really key. Uh, one of the, um, other, you know, big ideas that we had um, beyond that was just making sure that they are introduced to some of the different uh, team members that are, you know, kind of relevant to some of the different departments, whether that be occasional meetings here and there, or um, summarizing some of the different um, information that needs to be funneled down to them. But just creating the, um, those lines of visibility so that they do know who to, they do know who to uh, who to reach out to um, when they need uh, a specific ask or they need to follow up on something. Um, but I, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, you know, I'm happy to hear or listen for any other ideas that people have as they maybe bring some of those um, new employees on and just kind of scaling them, um, especially maybe for some of the, the companies that are getting a little bit bigger um, in our examples, at least for um, myself and Nikita. Yeah. So, so Josh, if I, if I, if I may call on you, cause I, I know that you're, you, you have led teams of CSMs. How do you, how do you make sure that, you know, a, a new CSM, whether they are experienced or not, uh, you know, engages, it gets engaged quickly, not only within your department, but within the larger organization and help them, you know, how do you help them build relationships quickly with product, with marketing, with sales so that, um, you know, that, that knowledge gap shrinks quickly? Yeah. In, in fact, that that's a, a really good question. And, and thank you for calling on me. Uh, there's actually a couple things that uh, that I do, especially as we all face remote teams, et cetera. Uh, and I think we all agree that this is somewhat of the future of the way that we have things now. Um, first is, and this sounds uh, a little bit uh, auxiliary, but it's actually a bit fundamental, is the first person to enter the team has, or the most recent person to enter the team has the responsibility of improving the documentation of um, our internal documentation. And the reason that I do this is that, first, they're a, a great set of new eyes. So they have, they have no biases, they have no preconceived notion, and they can go and make it better for the next person. And in doing that, what I'm also doing is preparing them to say, wait a minute, something doesn't make sense. I need to go and figure this out as far as what one should do. So just by having that job role, 
they need to start asking questions to different people around the customer success organization and around the company because customer success um, you know, is, a, is kind of a plexus of an organization, right? You, we touch on so many different things. So by doing that, they start to go and interact in a, um, an inquisitive way, which is um, you know, so many people are, are willing and open to helping. And that's one way we get them involved in the company. Uh, the next thing is, as we're talking with the group, is that sometimes we say, hey, go and uh, create friendly conversations, what I sometimes call water cooler discussions, where you just uh, take 30 minutes um, on a walk or whatever it is, and just have a friendly conversation with a person, go and get to know them. You can talk shop, but I generally discourage it, right? It's uh, setting a time aside to go and create the personal relationships with different people and doing it on one-on-one, depending on how extroverted or introverted uh, the person may be. It creates a little bit more comfortable uh, avenue of doing. I really, uh, you know, that COVID has certainly uh, created some challenges around that, you know, that that second one of, you know, that one-on-one conversation. But I, I like the intentionality of making sure that, you know, if there's somebody, you know, that's going to be very influential in the success of your customers and your role, uh, making sure that you you dedicate time, you know, that to really, you know, share, you know, share just about, you know, life in general. We're all humans. We're all people. You know, we ask this, those same life questions of our customers. Why why not ask those, you know, of, our, of the internal folks that we are going to be, you know, working with day in and day out? Um, team, what, uh, you know, going off of what Josh had said there, is there any, you know, does anybody have any questions that they specifically, you know, when trying to connect with somebody new internally, are there any, you know, specific questions that really work well in helping, you know, build that trust and that relationship quickly? Uh, Asna, thanks for joining. Uh, what, I know that you just recently transitioned role uh, into a leadership role. How, uh, how, with that transition, how have you, use, you know, your new position to help, uh, you know, help you and your teams uh, build relationships quickly? And what are the types of things that you're asking new folks internally? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's a, that's a great question. I think the most important thing for me was, and I still, it is, I feel like I'm three months in and I'm, I'm still new to this position and somewhat, I guess, uh, was setting expectations and knowing whether whether it's setting expectations with the team uh, about like what are their expectations of me if if that's um my team or now I'm I'm working closely with the leadership team and executive team so their expectations of me too so what I did again it's just mm, could be a little bit off maybe off topic but but no but I think what I, I did is I took time in the beginning to schedule whether it's sessions or have a one-on-one or, 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 or whatever that is with the team and executive to just to learn about, okay, well, this is, this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, what are your expectations and how, if it's my team, how can I help you? So, you know, I, I transfer from an individual contributor to a leadership position. So what I did is, Hey, let's get to know each other better uh, with my team. And, and that was just merely, Hey, what do you like outside of work? Or what do you do? Just, just, just that friendly conversation as Josh mentioned. And also, Hey, what are, what are your, uh, I don't want to call it limitations, but what are the things that you want to learn this year? How can I help you? 
because I'm working with my team. And then on the other side, having that conversation with the executive or my, my director or whatnot, hey, these are the things that I'm aiming for. These are the goals that I have. And this is where I need your help. And I think so. I think what it really comes down to is, is setting those expectations. And, and whether it's I feel like it's with the customer or internally, it really comes down to like we have this term that we really always use in our um, internally. It's like who's got the monkey? What it means is that, you know, I know it's I'm seeing a lot of like a smile on the face. But, you know, if you're if you're taking responsibility of something, whether it's an account or a, a call or something, you know, you've got the monkey. So you're responsible for this. So what it means is like, you know, you're, when you're setting expectations, also set like, you know, you're you're handling this. So I'm going to call you out out for this. You know, I'm going to hold you accountable for this. So these are. I'm talking a little bit high high level terms here, but these are the different things that really helps whether you're working with the with the external like customers or internally is that, you know, this is your part. This is my part. And I'm going to hold you accountable for this when the time comes. And I'm also going to hold myself accountable um, when that's needed. So I don't know if that really answered your question for me, but um I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer necessarily. I do really like that you called out learning what the other party is trying to accomplish. I think that's, that, that was a you know critical thing that stuck out to me is, you know, so often, you know, I'm thinking about performance reviews and I think most of us on this call have had, you know, performance review at one point in time. And that's usually, you know, peer to manager or, you know, leader to leader, um, you know, type of a discussion, but you know, how, or it's, you know, it's around goals and performance with a customer and having that conversation. But, you know, admittedly, I don't ask, you know, I don't ask questions of my internal counterparts as to, hey, what is your goal? You know, what are you trying to learn? How do you want to engage? Right. I, I made no bits and pieces about them personally. But, you know, if I know to your point, Ashton, if I know what is going to generate success for them, then, you know, I can make sure that I'm steering you know, conversations towards their success, because ultimately that'll come back that that'll be, you know, a blessing, a favor that, you know, I can cash in on later, you know, not that I want to have that mentality, but, you know, you're built, you're laying the bricks now so that you have a path uh, to follow uh, later on. So um, I really like that. Um, David, I saw your hand at first. I'll, I'll turn things over to you. Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, I was in the same group with Ashna uh, and I completely threw us off because I was thinking it's more about the customer relationship. So anyway, apologies for that. But we had a good conversation. It was just kind of a little bit of internal and external. But talking about um, the internal side and and I guess around the expectations, one thing that uh, that that we've started doing on my team is actually doing our own version of office hours once a week. And so we've been doing that since, uh, since September, I guess. And so it's, it's a, it's a similar type of format to this. And I think, but what we're doing is just focusing it on topics that my team comes up with in terms of what they want to understand. So a lot of it comes around, you know, circles around kind of language. So, you know, when I say, or, or when I talk about something like a, a playbook around renewal, in my mind, I know what I'm thinking, but really is that the same thing that somebody else is thinking? And so we have these office hours to really uh, uh, focus in on certain uh, certain skills and certain strategies and certain questions or challenges that we have. 
And honestly, the, the conversation that comes out of it is, is amazing because sometimes you just realize that you might be using the same words and the same language, but it means different things to different people. So by being able to have those conversations has helped us in terms of alignment, uh, that we're all, you know, identifying the same challenges and same goals that we're working on and how we're approaching that. And then we make sure we record every session. So I know that that, that happens here too, and it allows new team members or even anybody that missed something to be able to go back and watch those. And I, I think they help a lot just in terms of, uh, like I said, adding perspective to, uh, you know, and we all have our own paradigms of how we see things. So I think it just gets us all on the same page. So I think it's been extremely helpful. Who do you invite internally to be a part of that office hour? So what's the target audience for that? Yeah, that's a good question. So basically anybody that, that is customer facing and um, uh, not, after sales. So we've got tech services, support, and CSMs. And so they're all the ones that would basically be working with the customers once we close a deal. Now, we open the, the all the videos and everything up to the larger organizations. So if people have questions or want to add a topic or say maybe they're seeing things in a different way from sales, you know, by all means, we want to encourage them to, to bring up topics that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's meant for the customer-facing team, gotcha. at least at this point. Well, very good. I appreciate you sharing that. I, I like that. Uh, you know, I like that idea of being able to get 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 in uh, having consistency of an alignment. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about you know Abby and I. We were talking in our group about she's got a smaller company, so you know everybody's kind of in on everything versus you know working with. You know, I think some of us like I I, I would consider we're on a smaller side, but you know we're still at several hundred employees here. You know, being but being able to share you know what you're trying to do and being able to have that cross collaborative conversation so it almost seems like to me is if you don't if that's something that would be beneficial but you don't have it it's about you know finding who can be your internal champion to really you know bring those people to the table so that you can continue to be in alignment so uh, yeah again thanks david and it's only nine of us in that group or ten of us i guess it's not like it's a huge group but you know we encourage uh, anybody from that group to bring up topics to to present i mean it's all about collaboration so it doesn't have to be a big group Awesome. No, that's a great, that's great feedback. And Ben, I like, I like your, uh, your comment there too, right? Office hours gives a little bit more of a, you know, optional type vibe versus you got to be here. If you miss it, it do, be here or else kind of a thing. So that's a great call out. Susan, what about you? What do you want to add? So one topic that came up in our group was the challenge of now, um, you know, everyone being virtual and you kind of miss out on like the cafeteria conversation and, you know, the water cooler conversation. And um, so it's really, you know, kind of hard, especially if you're new to build some, you know, internal relationships, Um, just kind of going off of you know, what Josh was saying about, uh, you know, really scheduling some intentional time to meet people. Yes, it can be time consuming, but I think it's important to build, you know, kind of an, an initial relationship with someone before you then have to go to them with an ask or a challenge. And um, one question that I like to ask, um, you know, when meeting know people in other departments or other teams is what can I do in my role to help you in your role and to achieve your goals because sometimes I think that we get very um, caught up and this is what I need and this is what I need to help my, my customer and this is the knowledge that I need to have but we forget the impact that you know it might have on another on another you know 
another team or another counterpart. So I always try to get an understanding of what they do and what I can do to kind of help them and make their life a little bit easier. Makes it easier later on when you need something from them as well. No, that's, yeah, I think you, your last comment there, right, is it's about, you know, extending the hand, so to speak, that, you know, they may not need help, but, you know, making sure that they always know that it's there um, and, and being able to build that, you know, I'm willing to go, you know, beyond just what my job description says that I'm supposed to do, um, you know, because I'm a decent and good human being um, to make sure that you feel, you know, feel valued. Everybody, you know, I think uh, there's some famous psychologist that was talking about, you know, everybody's favorite topic is themselves. So, you know, if you want to get get to know somebody, just ask them about them. Um, your, your chances are pretty high that they're going to, you know, share something that, you know, you can reference later on. So no, that's great. Thanks, Susan. Um, and I think, yeah, you had, uh, yeah, yeah, I had another idea that I forgot to share in the group that I wanted to bring on board. So I work for WellRight. We're a technology company that develops wellness programs to incentivize healthy behaviors for clients. And one of the things WellRight did, uh, which has really gone over super well is they have something called personal pages and we're only about 70 people. So again, depending on how large your organization, but what it is, it's just a, you know, it's on the drive. It's a PowerPoint on the drive, a slides deck on the dive. And you have, as part of your onboarding, one of the things you're asked to do is to fill out your personal page. So it's essentially a page that you just drag and drop photos of yourself, interests about you, something personal, and it lives on the drive. And then when we have our all hands, uh, which is about once a month, then they highlight new employees. And what's really great about it is I did that with also a lot of meet and greets when I first joined as sort of leadership and other members of my team is that you get on and I'll learn that Jeremy is a dad and Jeremy lives here and so on. So Dave is in Canada and you learn about all the personal things and it sparks so many conversations, which can lead to, I also did a bunch of like 15 minute water cooler chats where I looked at the org chart and I said, who don't I know? I'm like, I don't really know a lot of the iOS engineers. I don't know some of the UX people. So I set up 15 minute water cooler chats. And before I did it, I went on that personal page. So that was really helpful. And people find a connection. Oh, you're Italian or, oh, you love hats or you code or whatever it is. It's a great personal way of bonding. And because we're a wellness platform company, we also incentivize employees. You get points for filling that out. So it's, it was a wonderful, a way to accelerate those new relationships. I, I, I really like that idea. Uh, so I, I work on kind of the opposite end. Um, and I see Josh is still on here, so he knows what I'm, I'm about to say. But, uh, you know, I work for, I work in, in the cybersecurity industry. And it just about, it, it, you know, if, even if you don't know anything about it, nobody likes sharing, you know, anything personal about themselves, right? Because, you know, everybody's, you know, afraid that, you know, that information can and will be used against you, you know, later on. Um, so, you know, people are very, you know, I almost call it secretive. So, you know, the challenge that I have is getting people to open up about even the smallest details, like, you know, how many kids do they have? Are there kids in school? You know, I see where you're coming from and maybe it, this is something because we're a smaller organization, mm-hmm. but I came from a huge organization with a smaller division. So it felt like a smaller team, but I, what I like about this is you control what you share. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Carl, I saw you kind of raising your virtual hand. Yeah. Vinash, I'll come back to you. Do you want to add something here? Yeah, thanks. I don't seem to have the raise hand uh, feature on, on my version of uh, of Zoom here. I just got the icon, uh, the emoticons. But uh, yeah, I just want to uh, um, add on to what Anne was saying. We had that at my, at my last company at Cladera earlier on when we were much smaller, um, which is great for that size of a uh, group. And what we found, what I found, once we... Uh, witness Slack, and this kind of dovetails into our group discussion about Slack versus Teams. That's that's a lot of topic. But what I found was just creating kind of uh, more more personal, non-work related Slack groups, and when people will see those and kind of uh, publicizing them internally, it's a great way from people from all over the co- uh, company and different departments to kind of bond together over something that they have in common that's not quite work related but that can get you kind of, you know, in to, to meet those people and get more comfortable to uh, talk with them as well. Um, it can, it, the, some of them were just more like hobby based, but some of them were, I know one that I kind of came up with, and this is kind of like really kind of surreal in a sense, but there was a question that, uh, that we would, that me and some friends at work would always talk about. And it's like, the fact that you could, if you really thought about it, you could classify any food item into either a soup or a salad. I don't know what it was, but any kind of classification. For example, um, so like uh, like 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 steak. If you chopped it up, would be steak salad. If you if you liquefy the soup, the steak enough, you could qualify that as a soup. But we would just go into all these discussions about like all these different food products that you never might think would be either a soup or a salad. But just by thinking about it ex- exponentially and getting it from a group setting, you come to consensus what it was. It's just kind of like an offbeat topic, but just things like that that were kind of like off work, but not overly personal. So you weren't sharing a lot of personal information. Mm-hmm. I, I really like I really like that. Um, it, you, you prompted me to go look in my own organization and Slack uh, channel just to see what random groups there are. Um, and I found like one, you know, I'm not a big cook, but you know, there's a whole Slack channel on cooking and sharing recipes. One, yeah. and, um, you know, last year, probably about the summertime, we did a, you know, we did a whole trivia company-wide trivia competition. Um, and you were, you had to be teamed up with at least three other people and all three of those people could not be on your team. So it gave you a, a really great opportunity to be able to, you know, get to know other people from engineering support, that sort of thing. So, you know, you know, people, you know, I think going back to what Ben said earlier in the chat, right. Creating it so that it's available and that it's active, but not, you know, not required uh, of people, you know, leaving it kind of the door open for that type of a conversation is certainly there. Um, Ashton, I'll, I'll pass it back over to, to you. I see your hand raised and then I'll get a couple more minutes and then we'll wrap up here. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I think I've, I've had a well, couple of things. I'm just quickly, I'm going to add here and, and one piggybacking what you, Jeremy and Carl uh, just, just said about the Slack channel. That just reminded me, we have, I mean, obviously we have water cooler and we do this fun fact Friday kind of a thing. Every Friday, our marketing person just writes a fun fact question and everybody answers. I think it's just a, another way of, of getting to know but the other thing that we recently started is we created this whole Slack channel about office mates. So everybody just shares about their pets and 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 the people that they have. And, and I mean, you know, over the past whole year, we, we went virtual. And I mean, it, it's we haven't seen a lot of people that were hired in this whole year. And I think we have no idea about them. And I think it, it's just 
it's hard when you're virtual to just kickstart a conversation. But I think when you're sharing about, oh, these are, here's my cat, here's my dog, or, or you know, something like that. I think that really, it kickstarted a lot of conversations internally and, and sort of built, like it, it was a first step into building those relationships. So that was one thing that I wanted to mention. But the other thing, which is kind of a slightly different that I really want to point out is, I think what I also find is, sometimes asking questions, you may not get the answers that you need. So sometimes you also need to keep what I always say. It's like your unconscious mind also kind of open. And what it means is like make a note of little things that are happening, whether you're on a, on a group call or just a one-on-one. And cause th- those are also the things that you can come back with um, um, and, 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 and give them, uh, you know, feedback on whatnot, because that's also be a part of a relationship building. Maybe you find somebody's really good about certain topics in a conversation. I think you can pick those up. Um, so I think, yeah. So just a couple of notes right there. Yeah, I, I like that being able to earmark. You know, hey, I know that. Uh, you know, I know that Anne is is you know a fitness guru, and you know, I you know next time I you know I next time I have a chance to engage or I hear about you know somebody's asking about that, being able to you know even even if it's not for yourself, being able to you know, I'm going to connect, you know, I'm going to connect Abby. You're the first person I saw on my screen. I'm going to connect Abby with Anne because I have a relationship with Anne. I know what she does. And I know Abby may be interested in a similar topic. So, you know, I really like, you know, really like that idea. I mean, we do the same thing with our customers, right? I mean, you know, if we've got use cases that are similar, you know, we're going to try to pair them together and try to make that connection, you know, if the customers want to do that. So, you know, I can see that working well internally. So, um, I, I'm going to open the floor up for the last about 60 seconds here. And then uh, I'll get a couple parting uh, comments and then we will wrap here. So anything else, uh, you know, I'm looking at you know, Kevin, uh, Kevin or Heather, uh, either of you want to add anything to the discussion? No, thank you, Jeremy. Um, it's It's been uh, great to, to listen in, but I don't think I have something to chime in um, given that we have so few, t- not much time left, but thank you very much. All right, I'll rain check. I'm going to rain check for next discussion, Heather. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Um, I tend to babble, so I don't want to, um, you know, take the floor too much. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, make me the uh, focal point next meeting if you have to, but uh, definitely uh, don't have anything else to uh, to contribute today. Awesome. Well, Kevin, I will certainly be asking you, you know, how you use your office background to, to build relationships uh, for, for our next call. So a uh, big office fan myself. So um, team here, as you know, in, in typical fashion, you know, I know Jeff wants to get us out of here on time. So I really appreciate the discussion. Um, we're working on, I'm working with the uh, the other leaders here, at, uh, the other board members on trying to get out and uh, schedule a little bit farther in advance and, you know, the day before. So Um, That should be coming soon. Um, And if you all uh, have any topics that you want to see discussed here, um, please, you know, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. um, Or if you ever want to, you know, you know, take my place so my kids aren't screaming on the call, you're welcome to come and uh, join. Um, We can get you trained as a facilitator. But, uh, you know, until next week, uh, good to see you all. And hopefully uh, see some of you on Thursday for the CS CS Leadership Hours. Y'all take care. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.